0: One, check one, check one, check one, check one. All right, cool. Good stuff. I don't know if I wake her all the way. One, up. two, three, four. Dead. So far, she'll oh, she I wonder, will she find out?
1: So far, she'll fall. She'll fall. she So far. Diana. Actually, that makes me recall my my stint with COVID. It was right after the Made A to Z one year party, in right? The fall of 21, must have been right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And uh, Eric told me like, yeah, take these two cases home. Uh, I mean, I, I, don't <laughs> have the, I don't have the energy because in Sweden you can go back to the Monopoly store and get your cash back full, which is okay. good if you arrange parties. You know, because right. there's oh, only yeah. one way, where to, one place to get them, so you can actually sell them mm-hmm. back to them but uh, he, he was like yeah bring these home and then next day i wake up sick and i got at least i got like two cases of beer to to drink and it actually was quite tasty while nothing else had any taste beer worked so i kind of got <laughs> through good. covid via beer that's good flat tire what's the name of that one?
0: Oh, was it um that's flat tire that's uh that's an american beer isn't it uh,
1: i think it's just trying to sound american like it's oh, okay. a hipster kind of beer. Uh, not even an expensive or fine one, but you know, one of those like go-tos that is uh, it's, it's going to work. It's a lager.
0: It's a lager, right? Lager yeah, style. Yeah,
1: piston head. So I mean, it could be American considering its okay. name, but I think it's part of Spendrips, which is like the biggest brewer tycoon over here. Jan, okay, cool. Jan Spendrups. Yeah, Jan, which is the um, Swedish version of um sean or ian ian okay yeah like That's i mean. figured my dad jan had is his ian headline ian headline <laughs> sounds pretty cool actually <laughs> jan not the coolest sounding name like uh ian sounds cooler <laughs> is is any, has sound.
0: any anyone uh like from america ever asked you if you were related to the dude from unleashed um, even though you're even though your last names are totally different
1: um, you mean the singer
0: yeah the singer yeah
1: uh no, nah, never happened.
0: How yeah. come? Oh, cuz the first three letters of your last name are the same and I figured there's got to be at least some American mm-hmm. out there. It's like, dude, are you like John from
1: Unleashed? <laughs> <laughs> well, I guess it could have happened. His his name Jonathan. His name, yeah, uh John, Jonathan Headland. Johnny I
0: think. Johnny Headlund. Yeah, I that's believe.
1: right. Jonathan Headland. Yeah. You're right. You're right. Yeah, yeah it's pretty yeah. It's close enough. I wouldn't blame anyone for that. I think he's
0: a, I think he's a tax preparer now. I think he's a tax guy. I think that's what he does. Oh, he gets okay.
1: his gig. Yeah, well, you gotta make money somehow, and Unleashed ain't gonna be it.
0: <laughs> no, de- Death Metal Victory don't pay the bills. I never really liked that band anyway, but <laughs> uh,
1: actually, me neither. I never got in- into <laughs> Unleashed, but I think Fredrik Volker, who used to play guitar with them, mm-hmm. plays cool guitar with Dead Cosmonaut with my buddy Matias, okay. who's like a frequenting um, Maiden A to Z, and also their singer right. is Pelle from Nifelheim singing clean did, he's singing did clean we ever get
0: band. any do we ever get down to the
1: bottom of that did, did are they are they done that band niflheim? Uh, yeah uh-huh. i asked matthias and i don't know if this i say can be, if, I, I don't I, know I pra- if this can be in the episode <laughs> but uh, they are at least on a steady long break <laughs> long this, break see
0: best. i i don't i can't even say it the, the the swedish way i say it totally like niflheim niflheim <laughs>
1: niflheim <laughs> dude yeah niflheim. <laughs> <That's good. laughs> And that's, that's one of, of those, how it
0: was, I like, dude, do you hear Niflheim broke up?
1: <laughs> Niflheim. Yeah. That, that <laughs> one is, it's like, uh, that, that feels weird to do American because that's not even Swedish. It's like old Norse, you know, because it's, yeah, it's right. just like a part of the mythology. Yeah. Like yeah. it's the bad place, I think. Must be, right? Well, I would hope so, right? <laughs> <laughs> yep. Uh, here we are. So far, so pod, so what? The transatlantic state of the art speed metal podcast first time recording together in 23 yes and i think in about two months yeah since then you've been snowed in not constantly oh. but there was oh. a fair bit of we snow got, in buffalo
0: oh yeah it was like it was actually um it was record setting in like region history it was ridiculous it looked pretty cool in, in photos oh and, well, it looked awesome uh, until i had to go outside and fucking shovel it <laughs>
1: The <laughs> roads close because my prejudice towards America is that you don't have the same level of uh, uh, tax-funded uh, snow care. Because even um, here with the tax-funded snow care, uh, Stockholm tends to fail, and the North is always like ha, 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 Stockholm.
0: <laughs> I mean, over here in the states, if 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 like when people hear about Buffalo, and New York, they they almost always say either, oh, you guys did snow all the time or you guys invented chicken wings or whatever. But, like, so, I mean, our infrastructure is, I mean, it could obviously always be better, but our infrastructure is geared to to care for 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 snow hmm. and, in, and inclement weather like that. But the problem was there was so much that happened yeah. in such a truncated period of time that there's no amount of infrastructure that could prepare for that because literally the snowfall was so immense that there was – in my neighborhood, I live on the corner, a, f- a four way corner mm-hmm. in my neighborhood. And it was basically just four and a half, five feet across the street. Like there was no separation between where the street started and ended and where the front lawns would mm-hmm. start and end. So I mean, it was basically just four or five feet drifts just across the whole neighborhood. And obviously, you can't, you can't no dr- drive, no driving. I mean, yeah. you, couldn't, you couldn't even really plow in it. And then, like, I was outside that day. Uh, for, like, six and a half hours, like, clearing snow. And I knew I was <laughs> fucked. Recording because, a video, like, a
1: music video, of course. Yeah, basically, <laughs> of course, yeah.
0: Mighty Raven Dark, or something like that. What dark and life
1: don't differ.
0: <laughs> but, um, <laughs> yeah, like, I knew I was fucked when I looked over in my next-door neighbor. She's got a plow service, because she's, uh, she's a little bit older. Uh-huh. and um, And I, there I was you know shoveling and i mean like with I'm an like actual shovel well, well here's the thing i have i have a snow thrower i have a snow blower but the, uh-huh. the snow was so deep at certain points that the wheels would just spin and it right. couldn't go any further so there right. was parts there was a large part of the of the driveway and the walkway that i had to just do manually shoveling and i looked over at my neighbor and i'm like jealous that she has a, a plow service i'm thinking well why the fuck i didn't i do that but then i realized well you know i'm probably 40 years younger and you know right probably do the shit by myself but then her plow guy got, <laughs> got stuck in her driveway <laughs> and that's when i knew that i was fucked and where <laughs> was,
1: was where was aaron atkins when you needed him <laughs>
0: two hours away where there was like no, no snow you know that, right, that right. that's how crazy it was like 20 minutes down like the highway there was like no snow that's how like ridiculous it was and how central it was to our area mm, it was fucked right, up dude right. it was wild there yeah, we, was there was like there's like, there like 50 deaths
1: 50 deaths that's sad.
0: Yeah. yeah. yeah it is very sad. Very sad. A lot of them were were people being making very bad decisions attempting to actually try and leave their houses and drive and basically getting stuck in their car or freezing to death <sighs> or people um that needed medical attention mm-hmm. and ambulances and emergency couldn't get, care, couldn't get to their homes. Uh one woman when uh, i even just one. they found several bodies in snow piles because people decided they wanted to walk right and and it's just some people made bad decisions and some people just were victims of a really really bad circumstance but yeah it was pretty legendary over here as far as uh, the amount of snow we got so yeah you know?
1: yeah we did have more snow than usual here too uh, in stockholm but that was um, i think there was one day that was like the Snur cows as we call it down in stockholm the north people would never utter that right. word you know that's a disgrace <laughs> for them but uh but we had that for one day you know every single street corner you'd have someone um uh spinning wheels whatever yeah. that's called you know drifting i guess like and something and then you know people pushing <laughs> People pushing the car and, you know, all yeah. this, like, uh, pretty heavy, heavy modern Volvos, hard to push. <laughs> right, yeah. <laughs> like, they're good when everything works, not so good when you're, like, off road. Right, of course not. Yeah. Then you should have, like, Varivik and a Soviet truck or something that he's driving. <laughs> <laughs> Let's find out. Let's find out. So, yeah, that's it. Uh, it's been winter, basically. It's, it's very dark. Yeah, it's been over.
0: winter. It's been winter, you know, yeah. obviously. I don't think our, our weather over here probably isn't a whole. Well, you know, probably isn't too dissimilar from from yours over there. So, I mean, probably all on the same page. So, a
1: bit more snow in general, I think you get get because you don't get the Gulf Stream. We get the Gulf Stream, even though it's way right. closer to you. We get it over. Well,
0: here. we live right off of right next to a lake, so we get snow off the lake too, which that makes things a lot worse.
1: Mm, yeah, yeah, it always freezes so. every single year.
0: Not always. Okay. Not always, and if it doesn't, that's when it usually ends up worse. Really. So yeah, I'm not
1: really. Uh, fuck, you know. Ah, uh, that's going to be advanced I theology. Was, we'll, 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 yeah, <laughs> let's keep right. that for another time. How, how, John, the, how the hell John, that works? John, we're John, we're a fucking metal podcast. <laughs> we're a metal podcast, <laughs> and we're actually starting like the, the music of uh, of Peace Cells today. Yeah, but who's buying? Um, so we we made our way all the way back to Megadeth proper. Uh, mm-hmm. Finally, I guess. But I mean, I've been enjoying the detours. Uh, I hope you listeners have to it's been fun uh, yeah it's great yeah we did do another track but i think this is going to be the premier track here in terms of release order mm-hmm. and then we, we might shuffle it up a little bit on this one um depends on my mood i guess when i'm editing
0: yeah and so it's really on. up to john i don't know that it's all going to be in sequential uh, track listing order as far as our analysis is concerned but you know we'll knock them all down eventually so uh
1: hang yeah. in hang on cool.
0: and um Let's
1: thrash. Thrash uh, today, or now? I mean, today for you listening, but now we're gonna talk. Wake up, dead. But uh, that's probably the biggest track we've tackled so far. Must be right. It's like a setlist staple. I would staple. say so. It's a, mm-hmm. it's a thrash, downright thrash classic, isn't it?
0: It's, it's one of the, it's one of the more unique songs in. I mean I guess we could be you know hyperbolic and say music history but maybe we'll just <laughs> narrow that down to metal history but like considering this was a single and a music video yes how not song oriented this song is is pretty remarkable that it was chosen as a single I mean there's there's like four or five lines of lyrics. Yeah. yeah. Um, there isn't really, there's really no hooks <laughs> <you know? laughs> until like the very end, really. Riffs don't really repeat a whole lot. I mean, it's basically, I mean, it's it's just kind of riff on top of riff on top of riff. I mean, it's it's largely instrumental song, which is why the music video, I think was, it was such a bizarre choice for a single because
1: Yet kind of fresh because like yeah it's a genre yeah. that is not based on on your average song structure not really like uh, take like for whom the bell tolls which is a fairly i guess tame metallica track a fairly normal metallica track it doesn't start singing until like one and a half two minutes in uh into right that that's song. true uh, which that's is true. not pop-like either and i mean this mm-hmm. is uh, rather the reverse you get a verse right off the bat in the beginning but then there are no right. more <laughs> verses <laughs> like there's gonna be yeah. a little bridge. And a little uh, Diana, Diana. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's it. And, and of the course, chorus the chorus, is of course, but it's just one, right? The last part of the song. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I do you remember hearing this the first time in your life? Because I do, and i i was uh, I was a fan of the odd structure um, at that age. Like that was something appealing to me. So I love this track. I, I really loved it, and I love that it was less singing and more like just riff. And I don't, I don't think it's that weird a tune. Uh, it stands out when you look at it, but the cool thing is, it kind of gets away with its oddness um, almost unnoticed. Uh, in a way, like I did, I, I noticed there was so little singing, but I, right. I didn't think of it like a, a super weird structured song. But it actually kind of is, like you just addressed.
0: I think that when, because I I never heard it until I I bought P Cells, so I would have been. It would have been in the nineties at some point. I don't even remember. It'd be <laughs> it'd be ridiculous to even try and remember at this point. But it was at some point in the nineties. And so that was the first time I heard, obviously it's the lead track. But I think at that age, when you're that young, I don't know if you have the ability to really like when I was that young, I didn't realize how ridiculous it was, like um, conceptually or the way it was presented as a single. Like I didn't realize how ridiculous it was until I was well into my twenties, as far as like, wait a minute, there's no bridge or the <laughs> choruses and until like, I didn't really think of stuff like that. And and maybe I'm just behind. Maybe people are more advanced than I am, but I don't know if, I don't know how many people think or consume music like that with that age, you know, like, like you just hear it and you accept it as is and you don't know any better. But then when you get older, like I said, like in my case, then you figure out, wait a minute, like, holy shit, this is so weird. Like, and it's, it's even weirder that like it's on the same record as the song Peace Sells. And and Wake Up Dead was the first single off the record. Peace Sells wasn't even the lead-off single, and you would think it would be totally the opposite of that because Mm -hmm. Peace Sells is so obviously, that's the single.
1: Yeah. Has normal chorus set up, uh, normal chorus set up, um, normal verses, somewhat normal (laughs) verses. I mean, it's Dave Mustaine's spoken word, but still. The entire song, Peace Sells
0: is a hook. That's true. The entire song is a hook, you know? <laughs> and Wake Up Dead is the opposite. And so that that to me is one of the... Looking back as I get older, as I got older and I understood music, you know, more just by way of playing it, like that was one of the things that made Megadeth even more special. Not only did right. I just lo- love the music, but then I got older and I realized, wait a minute, this band was so unique that the way they functioned even at a marketing level was ass backwards because like (laughs) the first single on this record was this song, which has absolutely no commercial appeal whatsoever, but it was successful. And the second single was this song that has, it's nothing but commercial appeal as far as it's like anthemic qualities and it's nothing but a hook. And that was successful as well too, but it was the second single you would think, you know, record, do you think business. any song on
1: uh, Master Puppets has commercial appeal? Not really, right? Well, I
0: think well, I would think uh the resurgence of the title track would indicate yeah, obviously, that. Obviously, yeah, be the but one. Uh, yeah. I mean
1: it's not a single type track is it? Like I don't think that I mean I agree with everything you say, I think but it I is. Think Wake Up Dead. I think, I think Wake Up Dead is a proper thrash single. I think it is. Like I th- I would pick that one. I would have picked that one, and then P cells probably I would have done that. Maybe P cells first because that makes a hell lot of sense now, now that you right. say it. But I think it's like it's, it has an effective kind of. It, there are elements of earworm in it, but it's just like a different version. And I wanted to comment on. You said maybe you were behind. I don't think you were. Maybe you were mm-hmm. pretty metal though. Like it sounds like you were <laughs> coming in from a metal <laughs> perspective, right? Because for me, like uh, this normal song structure type thing, I got involved in that when I was. 19 i think so i had been into metal for a while then and then i was kind of like maybe it's cool to write songs that are songs (laughs) like normal rock songs Uh, so it was similar for me i I think it was a similar case that i didn't really notice it because i came from the metal side of things
0: i don't think i really noticed those um those nuances or, or anything like that until i got into extreme music specifically death metal i don't think until i discovered a genre of music that was you know not all cases but in a lot of instances kind of created antithetically to conventional structure like obviously a lot of the more brutal death metal stuff is not constructed by like you know pop songs uh, yeah, or, or whatever is, you know what I'm notorious
1: saying? genre for 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 like symphonic song structures you know a b c D, right e yes. FG, uh, yeah and it, it's exactly. over exactly yeah Exactly,
0: and I think once I got to that stuff, only then was I really cognizant or aware of 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 the, the hooky structure of pop music. Because then I graduated to music that was almost void of it. You know, mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, in 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 in, a, in some instances, obviously, you know, um, death. You know, some of the more uh, old school bands they were definitely kind of written in traditional structures. And even Cannibal Corpse, who was depends on the next where generation on. of brutal stuff, yeah. If you listen to a lot of Cannibal Corpse, and if you even hear Alex Webster or Paul Mazurkis, the guys who write the songs, they write a lot of structurally, and even Matt Harvey of Exhumed. Yeah, they yeah. write very structurally, verse, chorus, verse, chorus. At least now they do. Maybe not so much when they were younger, but now, as they got older, they became more conventional songwriters, which I think was...
1: You know, Same my favorite death metal shocked. is the stuff that, that it does have hooks. Same with Chuck in a way, right? It's symbolic. Was my entry point, and of course that one has choruses and stuff. But uh, oh, there's absolutely. less so on less so on human, but still there are,
0: there are. But yeah. It, yeah, like you said, less so. But then, like you said, to me the whole Death discography, it was all built. Uh, again i mean we're going to derail if we go further into this, well, than this but uh, what do we derail into if not death metal <laughs> <laughs> right, exactly hey listen if we if our thing is we derail into death metal then i can i could sleep comfortably on that <laughs> I heard but i that. will say that the the, the death storyline arc for me it was all geared to end it built up to an end at symbolic you know it made yeah, sense it yeah. was the culmination of the death saga and obviously everyone knows at this point i'm not surmising or speculating this is well known you know uh, the sound of perseverance half of that stuff was already written for control denied nuclear blast said they would only put out a control denied record if chuck gave them one last death record he repurposed half of the control denied songs as death songs Mm -hmm. and then wrote a few more so yeah to me the death saga for all intents and purposes in its truest sense it was geared to end at symbolic and symbolic like you said was very much traditional in scope, yeah. Heavy metal, just played by you know, kind of a death metal band, you know. Like if
1: if I recall, like Zero Tolerance perhaps has like a bit of a different structure, even though it's a hooky song. I think it might have only one chorus or two chorus or something, uh, a bit like Wake Up Dead, uh, but I'm not yeah. sure. It's been a while because I started at the end with Symbolic, but I never liked uh, Pre- uh, Sound of Perseverance it never worked for me i never really Uh, it's got
0: moments it's got moments i don't particularly care for the voice that he used on that one so much um but um it's it's a again flesh would i say it's a a bad record no i would not say it's record. it's got its moments but it's not really one i ever really listened to that much
1: i like the flesh and the power it holds it's a good one Um, the drumming on that record is awesome it's, Richard uh, the Christie's drumming on a, that one is a monster. quite weird too like when we were kids we used to say it sounds like someone falling down a staircase the feels like right Poof. yeah but in a good way in a good way yeah there will be less of that in in this song today with the gar um i think if i recall it must be it's, i think it's awesome drumming in in wake up dead i think it's, oh, like it's all the awesome. way through is just pummeling driving the song forward and it's not a mm-hmm. it's not a very fast song uh but it is. It's active. got a fast part. It's, it's got a fast tempo, part. Up tempo. Yeah, I would say. Yeah, so, yeah, I would say that. Uh, let's start from the beginning and uh, and uh, start from '84 and uh, and have a peek at um, a song called let's see, Blood, "Blood and Blood, Honor." Blood and Honor. That's right. Uh, let's yeah. see where I have it. It should be here. Yeah, there we go. So this is uh, from the um, bootleg "A Dose of Metal," which I think is recorded in April '84. So this is probably with carrie king then right uh should be Maybe? right uh, i mean <laughs> for me the carrie king era it always like every time i hear it's like <laughs> say what <laughs> right yeah i'm very familiar right. but it's still like did he really play with dave yeah well uh, let's give that a listen uh, i haven't heard the entire thing ever uh, <clears throat> blood and honor more lyrics uh, different structure uh, we talked about that before right lars ulrich when is a painting done When is the song done? So uh, here we go, blood and honor. So it's more of a normal groove on this. It might predate Gar. Yeah,
0: this might be a Lee Rausch era song. Possibly, I don't know for sure.
1: but the riffs surely recognizable oh absolutely mm-hmm. kind of glad they didn't keep this vocal arrangement
0: uh yes the way it ended up on the record was markedly better
1: this is not an awesome vocal cadence <laughs> <laughs> that's very that's very diplomatic of you yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but it's still I mean it's still a cool fresh tune yeah
0: Oh, at this point his M.O. wasn't really anything but just outrageous riffing and...
1: And, and Diamond Head. Yeah, and Diamond Head, yeah. And this is also not a great singing idea. It's a bit like metal on metal. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah. He's singing the riff and the riff is not particularly singable.
0: Yeah, I think he's. it's obvious he's still trying to find his... Uh, his vocal identity, probably, at this point. Yep.
1: Blood and Honor!
0: And also, it sounds like that the... um, the... lyrical slant... I mean, I I don't know, but I would assume with a title like Blood and Honor, it's probably not... It's probably more about some sort of black magic or, or whatever type of thing that Mustaine was into at the time, and less about him Shitting. being killed in his sleep by his girlfriend. <laughs> yeah.
1: yeah, right. Yeah. It's a uh, that must uh, I remember we kind of had a laugh at that when we bought PSL's, uh CD back in the day. Like, uh, like starting the album with this little story of, like uh, this. I guess even the first line. Uh, sneak into my own house right. you know, it's a peculiar yeah. start of a, a song yeah. it's not very epic like if you look no at it's the, not uh, a lot of thrash metal still has quite epic themes or at least you know yeah epically destructive themes or something this is just some yeah. you know some dude that's been uh, said he was out with the boys
0: but if you think about it, this is this is this is vintage this is dave Mustaine. Crystallized. This is Mustaine, like whatever he was at that point. This is him personified, oh, a sicko musician, just trying to write the gnarliest sounding metal you could ever imagine. But he was also just a complete sketchball of a human being. <laughs> and that's what, yeah. And he wrote he wrote what he knew, which was being a sketchy human, and about black magic
1: yeah pretty much (laughs) somehow we got the impression when we were kids that he'd never cheated on 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 someone and had a house like (laughs) something about the song to me felt like uh he's just imagining the scenario even though it's like i guess well somewhat normal scenario but i don't feel it's i don't feel it's biographical i don't feel that somehow
0: i think i think it might be because his fiance at that time was named diana
1: there, there was some Diana, right, involved.
0: Yeah, there was a Diana, Diana. That's that's at least that's who he wrote about a little but bit. But that wasn't the other
1: other lover, right? It was the main lover was Diana.
0: I don't know. I don't know if that question was ever answered.
1: Or maybe that's how it started. Who knows?
0: Maybe that's how he ended up with Diana. The other lover,
1: Diana. Diana. I sneak into my own house. It's uh, four in the morning. I had too much to drink. I I was out with the boys uh then there's there's a couple of lines more right we might as well just you know i mean
0: the lyrics are basically you, you already almost said them over you might as well just finish them off dude
1: yeah exactly but i can't remember what happened after out with the boys so i was out with the boy
0: i creep in my bedroom i slip into bed i know if i wake her i'll wake up dead. <laughs> dead yeah
1: yeah and, and then the the bridge uh the other lover part Oh. Ooh,
0: I wonder if she'll find out about <laughs> the, the other other the lover. lover,
1: Diana. <laughs> right, right.
0: But uh, that's the thing though. I think I, here's the thing. This is where personality really carries the weight of the lyrics, and it could be the other way around. But I yep, feel like yeah, if, yeah. if you give these lyrics to like like if you have Joey Belladonna sing them. I don't think it has the same effect, but because of Mustaine and the way he presents the voice and his persona, and you know, and and basically all that is him. Like he could sing lyrics like this in a thrash metal song without it sounding hokey or fucking stupid or or, or whatever. Like just because like just the random dropping like there's it's almost King Diamond esque in a way because cool. like to just oh, yeah. just to just randomly drop a woman's name mm-hmm. just kind of arbitrarily in the lyrics like it has like a spooky vibe to it that's right you know like I never to just say
1: diana
0: like it's almost like missy you know like with king diamond and missy you know
1: <laughs> abigail but i mean or abigail yeah the exactly title yeah, of yeah, the record yeah. but yeah i yeah. get what you mean definitely i never thought of that but uh he was yeah. a, a fan too right
0: I think, uh, well, I know he was at least a fan of Merciful Fate for sure. So, I'm, mm. but I'm, I'm sure he was also a fan of King Diamond at that point as well, too. As um, matter of fact, I think, I, yeah, because I think uh, when King Diamond had his, uh, his first ever uh, anthology come out on Roadrunner like 20 years ago, I think Dave Ellison wrote the liner notes. So. Ah,
1: okay. <laughs> Let's hit the original from um, my vinyl rip, vinyl <laughs> rip of um, P.S.L.'s. Yeah, because yeah. uh, I mean, we listen to Blood and Honor. We have to, we have to like make that right by playing the the real deal now. Yeah, I, I think I'll start stop it a little bit, not too often, and we can like kind of comment on the on the parts as we go. Okay. Did you ever watch the video? Uh, no, it will happen after this.
0: Okay, cool. I think that like they they go so hand in hand. Like it, the video fucking rules, dude. Yeah, I'm really <laughs> looking awesome. forward to
1: it. Really looking forward to it. It's a short song. Um, here we go. Yeah dig that bass filled. oh super
0: jazzy intro nice <laughs> <laughs> sound sounds a thousand times better than killing it in my bed yep. wake
1: up, wake up. Dead. Yeah. solo number one Dave right? This is Dave yeah. Fifty seconds in, they just yeah. do that cool ass intro, which is kind of they're, d- based on they're like, done. They're done with lyrics
0: for like the next like two minutes. Yep, yeah, <laughs> uh,
1: kind of based on the the, the drawn out riff in Blood and Honor, but here it's just like that cool. Yeah. and uh, Gar can't have been on Blood and Honor because this is this is just so much groovier.
0: Absolutely, it's played so much better. That's why I think that Blood and Honor might have been a Lee Lee Roush era tune because Gar. I mean, he's just got. His feel, you know, it's. Yep. It was great. Yeah. It, it had bounce. you know, he, he, you know, again, we've said it before. We're saying it now. We're going to say it again at some point, but he really brought something special to the table.
1: Yep. Sure did. Um, and you can hear it right here. I mean, production is brilliant. Um, Mr. Burns, right? Randy Burns. Randy Burns, indeed. Yep. But remixed by someone else. Is it? Paul Laney.
0: Paul Laney, yeah
1: and there are original burns mixes available as bonus tracks right yeah in the 2004s ah all right all right, cool so uh, mm-hmm. yeah cool way to start yeah, an album you know you get the verse just done with and uh, then you get straight into a solo and then uh, yeah. into this into this breakdown that we're about to head into now with the kind of palm muted uh, melody which is cool right kind of call and response and then of course twists on itself Yep, really cool, but really fresh. Oh yeah. Love this riff.
0: You would think there would be lyrics
1: here, you know? (laughs) Yeah. Well, it used to be. Uh, uh, those ugly. Yeah,
0: that's right. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah.
1: This riff is uh, fresh as much as the Ed Ripka ca- cover art. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. No singing needed. Just, no. You know, just rock out. Yeah. And quite extended, too. You know, they stay on it for a bit. Oh, they sure do.
0: This is Dave. Yep. Again. The next one right after this is, is Chris. Alright, yeah. This is my favorite part of the song right here. That <laughs> is badass. Sicko shit
1: right here. Yeah. I'm very patent. i staying, you know. Yeah. Also
0: the uh, the classic Garth Samuelson Megadeth jazz.
1: And we got the little bridge. Awesome. So awesome. Diana. Riff of the day. Always love this riff. Uh uh. But there's a lot of good riffs on this record. Yeah, so man. I mean, I'm, I'm, might restate that later. But I love this riff. Yeah. And I think it's a really cool Dave solo here. Going Phrygian, of course, not knowing that it's going Phrygian.
0: I'll take your word
1: for it. <laughs> I like this. Yeah. Cool melodies, badass riff. It's really stompy, bouncing oh, stompers. very
0: this is why it works the The very last part the last thing you hear of the song is the hook
1: you know what a great track that is what a great track
0: fucking awesome the part where it kicks up and the double bass part comes in and the <laughs> 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 that to me is like man that's still like that still gets the arm hairs up i fucking love that yeah, shit yeah
1: <laughs> Um, do you know what we call gang vocals in Swedish? You'll like it. you like the, the name we have for it, and it will translate to English. Okay, what is it? Hockey choirs. Honky choirs? No, 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 hockey. Oh, the game. hockey choirs. Hockey choirs. Oh, okay. I yeah, it. everyone call, Hon- it's, it's commonplace. <laughs> everyone says that. Hockey car. That's you, awesome. Hockey die.
0: choir? Yeah, hockey choir. That fucking rules. I do love that. <laughs> yeah,
1: right? It's it's everything you <laughs> That's love. That's fucking awesome. That is awesome. And, and the gang vocals work really well there, I think, too, uh, at the end. Uh, like Also call and response, right? The whole song has a bit of that call and response thing going. And then aside of that, it also has this turning on itself, turning on a dime type thing, or kind of reversing in rhythm somehow at two points. So I think it's a really, really cool track, like uh, pretty much perfect in my opinion, full score sabers <laughs> yeah, i guess the, the listener will know later
0: <laughs> that'll make sense eventually at some point eventually but um Sabres. yes anyway but yes i agree with everything you just said full score what yeah, a good track 100 and i mean what a great track uh,
1: lyrics work for it too um i mean i did call mistake a surfer fuck boy or something like that i think <laughs> yeah, uh, that's right. some I episodes all back that. <laughs> And I guess this is like a, a Surfer Fuckboy's manual, uh, lyrically. I guess so, I guess so. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I just love Wake Up That is It's just such a cool track. It's so good. And they still play it oh, often yeah. live, right? Uh, they tend to, to include it in set lists.
0: Yeah, I believe so. I think they're at a point now in in their um, career trajectory that their set list is, pr- seems predominantly kind of catered around the hits or the bigger songs or at the very least the ones that he could still kind of pull off vocally, because obviously it's just, you know.
1: They're a bit boring like that. It's a bit like Ozzy. They kind of got stuck on a few tracks. Exactly. It's it's slightly annoying when bands do that, I think. It's like, you can do better. Come on. I haven't seen the video. It's time. (laughs) it's time it's time to race the flat. no no <laughs>
0: <laughs> flag, isn't, hey! isn't it you walking around yeah. in like swim trunks with a
1: with Rain a drink coats.
0: screaming at it strangers at Vaken or something
1: uh, yeah in uh, metal camp slovenia <laughs> that was great like this uh i had this raincoat from 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 the army and uh, and uh, really 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 bright lime green swimming trunks <laughs> Or swing boxers—I don't know what you call those. <laughs> not quite board shorts, but I mean swimming not,
0: trunks. That's what we call yeah. swim trunks. Not speedos, yeah.
1: basically. That would have been maybe even funnier.
0: Probably, yeah. yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> did you ever own a pair of speedos?
0: No, fuck no. I actually did, no. right? Like <laughs> in
1: Sweden, in, when I was a kid, it was still speedo times. Like uh, in, I, um, in the very beginning, I, 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 I had—I was a speedo. Uh, swimmer
0: <laughs> i just uh, i just never i don't know just it's not my vibe but you know what though i mean i don't know maybe it is now maybe i'll give it a shot now i'll be 41 in uh two hours that's so true maybe, that's true maybe forty-one's the time to shake
1: shit up you know in sweden you are 41
0: oh that's right
1: yeah I, 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 I'm, I'm a swedish 41 <laughs> yeah <laughs> Our happy birthday is like jomo haleva jomo haleva jomo haleva uti hundrade år vi ska leva vi ska leva vi ska leva uti hundrade år ett fyrfaldigt leve för greger hip hip hurra hurra
0: hurra hurra thanks dude appreciate it I mean, I don't know what you said. You could have been motherfucking
1: me the whole time,
0: but I'll take your word for
1: it. <laughs> no, uh, it's it basically goes like uh, uh, he should live for a hundred years. Jeez, that's some pressure, Johnny. <laughs> right, right. I don't think uh, we want to do that, but um, well, that's what I just. Well, it depends
0: saying. on what kind of hundred. If I can get a, if I can get a, if I can get a, a solid hundred, yeah. But like, a lot of times people get to hundred and they're just like holding on.
1: Yeah, I mean, my my uh, granny, my grandma, uh, is 96 now, coming to 97, and she's oh, been very wow. clear all the way up. She's been lucky, like, no dementia or anything. That is good. But uh, now you can actually start telling that she's quite old. So, I mean, right. age will get you at 100. Right. <laughs> none, of, none of us get out of here alive, Johnny. We don't, we don't. To live is to die. <laughs> yes, that's right. <laughs>
0: But no, if, I mean, if I could get a solid 100 or 95 like that, where I'm kind of with it and health isn't too bad and I could still kind of, you know, carry on a conversation, I would not be, uh, I would not be adverse to that. I would love to, I would love to see
1: where, uh, where this world goes. I think, provided provide there's a world for it to go. <laughs> you could probably be a good, like, uh, double granddad or whatever you call that when you have a, uh, uh, oh, great grandfather! Great grandfather, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you could probably yeah. do that. You know, the metal type of that. Uh, you could be like um, one of the pioneers within um, uh, great grandfather metalheads.
0: Oh, that, I that could see be, you uh, do that. I, you know, I'd be a okay with that for sure.
1: Rocking and rocking in a rocking chair uh, with um, yeah. <laughs> with a, with flannel on and a, and a skullet, something like that. That'd be pretty cool. <laughs> yeah, that, that'd be pretty
0: cool. <laughs> Watching my Richie Blackmore Blu-rays. <laughs> Blu-rays,
1: DVDs, <laughs> DVDs. <laughs> listening to CDs.
0: Papa, what are you talking about? What is a Blu-ray? <laughs> Shut the fuck up! I'm listening to Highway
1: Star. Just you just put on sunglasses, which is a sign it's, it's, like stop talking. Right. Don't talk.
0: <laughs> don't talk. They just talk to me, and I, by the time I get to a hundred, I don't actually converse anymore. I just say. Diana <laughs>
1: <laughs> And everyone is wondering if this is a dark secret uh, like a skeleton in your wardrobe this Diana <laughs> They just don't understand it's Megadeth man this it's is the, this is the news <laughs> this, this is
0: this, my my dialect is reduced to nothing but Megadeth lyrics or uh <laughs> <laughs> or dialogue for music videos
1: so what happens is your great uh, grandkids what is that called grandkids kids uh, they no, come no no that's right great great great, great, grand great grandkids, grandkids. Yeah, yeah they they come right. in and they switch the frequency on whatever uh technology is used for media and and uh, right. and they're like uh, i want to listen to the news and and then you go this is the news
0: <laughs> this is the news put on basically what is their version of classical music. They're probably like, this shit sucks. Yeah. We want to listen to our fucking uh... Pitch shifted fart rock, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> or whatever the fuck they're going to be listening to in 60 Oh ah, Well, it's already I'm derailed.
1: It's already, I'm already like an old man in that sense. And I, I mean, I listen to some hip hop, but today's hip hop is fucking weird to me. Honestly, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but it's good though.
0: But that's good though. We it should, is good. We, should. we shouldn't
1: we shouldn't be with the kids. That's true. Yeah, we're, we're as much as that. and
0: that's where, and that's where I think separates separates the people that know what's up and the people that forgot what's up you know it's okay to not like what's going on as long as you understand that it's it's kind of okay that you don't like what's going on
1: or maybe even good
0: i no i won't even say maybe it is good
1: it is a good thing right
0: it is a good thing but it's i mean that's not saying you can't like it but if you don't like it it's probably good that you don't right that means that the uh, the natural cycle of rock and roll is uh taking care of itself so
1: uh, and uh, i think this is the moment where i'm gonna watch uh, the video for wake up dead it's kind of fitting now because that's like um uh something you outed as a bit of a cultural expression of um, thrash metal fan culture right
0: oh at that time absolutely 86 100
1: percent i want some sound effects here actually I like this first image here it, it doesn't yeah. even look like hokie or anything it looked pretty cool
0: no it, it really i really think it's aged fairly well It's very stark, it's very dark. Yeah, kind
1: of blue steel, red lightning colors, really. Yeah. mm -hmm. Okay, so they are going over the wall. Fun. We just listened to the song, and it's still as enjoyable. The music too,
0: hundred percent.
1: Ah, some. What's that called on his jacket there? Uh, Oh, fringe. Yeah, the fringe. Yeah. Tony Iommi's seventh star.
0: That's right. Tony Iommi every year. (laughs) Probably right. (laughs) Yeah.
1: (laughs) So what surprises me so far is that it's it look it's looking so good.
0: Mm mm-hmm I love that the dude's hanging out of the cage, headbanging. That's so yeah. really fucking awesome. The behavior gradually devolves into. Like, you can watch the behavior. There's a circle pit right there that was probably novel for a lot of people. But, like, the behavior starts to get more and more reckless and it
1: just gets more and more awesome. I mean, you hyped it up a bit, but still, yeah. this is great.
0: Uh, first appearance of Vic. Um, in real life, is in this video. Vic, Vic kind of pops in and out. On Here we go.
1: Like even this action cam thing kind of works. The action slow mo cam. Well, there's actually um,
0: someone, uh, one of the moshers of the stage divers has a helmet camera on. Ah. So there's a few scenes where there's someone diving off the stage and and they actually have a camera
1: on their head. The uh, lighting thing is great. Yeah. Bullet belts, of course, of course. This is just everything, right, isn't it?
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Now you got now that the cage has been torn down. People are on stage. They're diving off. There's people on top of the stage.
1: <laughs> yeah, there was almost some of kind of breakdowns happening there, or maybe a seizure. Yeah.
0: yeah. And an airplane hangar. You know, obviously the word hangar. Ah has a different meaning in Megadeth lexicon, but, like, they recorded it, at, they filmed it in an airplane hangar, and I guess, like, it, shit got so crazy that there was, I guess, just thousands of dollars of damage. Like, there was, like, fucking beer cans left, and, like, I guess people spray-painted planes and shit. Like, just, oh, yeah, like, I heard yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, from yeah, Dave, in some interview like, that, people spray can't, <laughs> can't, can't take, can't take a can't take us headbangers anywhere (laughs) you know you
1: can't well at least not in 86 can't
0: take us anywhere without us fucking stuff up like it just to me i thought that was hilarious that here they are they make this music video and then all they leave behind is just like shit and (laughs) vandalized you know airplanes and just broken glass and it's fucking i mean it's it's fucking awesome (laughs)
1: My review, like uh, let's let's give something for reference. Then, uh, like um, uh, sort of connecting to the brother podcast, I think this was better than any Iron Maiden video. Uh, oh yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I mean, they're not the best video band, but I mean, two minutes it kind of no. is kind of fun. Two minutes is a bit of a fun song uh, video, and Macraman yeah, is, is kind of cool. Uh, but uh, this was a really good video. I mean, it, it also like it didn't look. Um, of course, it looked off the time, but it didn't look. Um, what word am I looking for? Dated? Not, not in that way. You know, it didn't look like ah, oh, this is you know, this was cool then, and now it's no longer cool. Uh, still, the light was quite, you know, balling, you know, balling stuff. Yeah, yeah, it was <laughs> great video I for a th- great th- th-
0: song. I think it, I think it holds up because honestly, I mean, really, you know, they, what kind of behooved the video is because obviously there's a, a lack of vocals, a lack of lyrics, so they have to really kind of um there's well there's, there's a lot really of solos no, there's yeah there's there's a lot of solos but there's no vocalist to kind of focus on because there's really not a lot of singing so they really have to kind of take advantage of a lot of camera work a lot of quick cuts a lot of action and to of course fill the, the crowd the space yeah of course the crowd i mean really the, the principal point of the the cinematography of this video is is aggression you yeah. know and and kids just losing their shit and obviously fucking up an airplane hangar. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know? yeah, yeah. Spray painting you know? So planes. it's like, yeah, vandalizing stuff. So I mean, because the 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 main, the central, the focal point of the video is is aggression and kids losing their shit and going wild. That is that's effervescent. That's evergreen. You yeah. know, like that will always resonate from generation to generation to generation. It's almost like. I mean, totally different vibe, but like, it, and, and the song is definitely way hokier than Wake Up Dead, but like the Toxic Waltz" video by Exodus, I mean, the song's goofy as fuck, but I mean, the video is like four minutes of, of people just like breaking limbs, <laughs> falling <laughs> off the stage and stage diving and moshing. So, I mean, like stuff like that, like, like I said, is evergreen. It will translate from generation to generation to generation because there's always going to be kids that want to fucking act like that and will act like that, you know?
1: Yep. Yeah. Um, This song is short, and uh, we've mentioned most things about it. Uh, I want to listen to, um, since it's quite efficient anyway, uh, of a thing to do, uh, let's listen to uh, some vocals isolated.
0: Yeah. I sneak in my own house. Reverb. (laughs) It's four in the morning. I've had too much to drink.
1: This This is not even singing. He's talking. No, it's he's talking. I creep in my bedroom. But I'd with some bed, rhythm and drama. I
0: know if I wake her, I'll wake up mm-hmm. dead.
1: And then fast forward until the end. <laughs> <laughs> <We are dead. laughs> and there you hear the pitch effect. Really kind of funky thing. Die.
0: Oh, love that hockey dead. choir. That hockey choir <laughs> yeah, sounds hockey great. choir's
1: rule. Yeah. Uh, let's see if I can find Diana. Oh, here we go. Ooh, I wonder, <laughs> will she find out? <laughs> Not the others. Other lovers Oh, they're in plural. Diana, Diana. <laughs> But even the way he went into that verse, that's fucking funny. <laughs> Ooh, I wonder, will she <laughs> yeah. Very cartoonish, very cool. <laughs> um, and and that, that pitch effect, kind of weird. Uh, I, I've noticed like Ghost use that kind of thing live as well. Um, like right. There's, there's a, an octave above, it could be, or a fifth or something, which sounds kind of weird. But I think what it does is that it evens out pitchiness in the vocal delivery. And uh, I think that's why they put it there. Maybe Mustaine was insecure or something, but it, it sounds kind of cool.
0: Well, he's obviously been a fan of the pitch shifter. Basically, since the beginning of the band's discography, um, I mean, it's he's used it on so many records for so many things. You know, just that's just part of his bag of tricks, I suppose. Yeah,
1: I like that he gets away with like. There's only one verse, as we've said many, many times already, and that verse isn't even sung. I I mean, really, it's four in the morning. I've if you think about it,
0: they could not have spent too much time on that. That's got to be one or two takes, right?
1: You yeah, I mean, I mean like... they probably spent more time deleting vocals from Blood and Honor <laughs> than <Probably>. adding. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> exactly. But I mean, it turned out so so nicely. It's this is the way it should be. Like, I don't I don't need uh, I don't need another syllable for this track.
0: No, oh, it's fucking perfect. The song rules. Yep, it's sick.
1: <laughs> it's fucking awesome. I like his tone here, it's kind of funky actually. It has a gnarled but no distortion. Right. Bootsy Collins kind of sound. <laughs> yeah. Almost. <laughs> That's a really good frame reference for sure. I mean this is really good drumming. Really propels the tune. Nice fill there. Man, yeah, great bass player. Yeah, I'm always surprised at, at the early efforts of, of him, how good they are. Yeah. But I mean, they rehearse all day, every day, I guess. Of course, yeah. Very, very clean, you know? Very clean. Obviously, there's
0: no no real dirt in the signal to hide behind, you know?
1: Nope. It's all about the clarity. Yeah. And the <clears throat> toms. Uh, in the fills, work perfectly with the bass.
0: Yeah, playing together completely. And yeah, it sounds great. They're they're locked in there. Go guard.
1: Let's see if this is a reverse snare. Yeah.
0: Oh, yeah. Absolutely.
1: I'm grooving out. That sounds great. Very little like tonal difference from, from the main riffs, but at certain points he's um, uh, sub harmony kind of thing. Mm-hmm. What a good song. Uh, I think we've gone through it and every like we've repeated it now, right? The video, the song, uh, Blood and Honor, and uh, the ISO tracks. Yeah. I can't get tired of this. I realize now. It's just, yeah. Like, <laughs> it <laughs> it just probably just I could listen to the song. I could listen, I could have a house party only listening to Wake Up Dead, and I think I'd have a good yeah. time, you know?
0: Yeah. That'd be awesome.
1: This concludes the first part of um, the musical analysis of Peace Cells, but who's buying? And uh, probably not going to have one song in each part, but I I wanted to get this one out a bit quicker. And Wake Up Dead is like a pivotal track, right? Oh, yeah. This is it for this episode. And uh, I can't say when, but uh, sooner rather than later, you'll have a couple of more songs. Um, dropping in
0: this was probably the first song that a lot of people ever heard from them because probably i mean if you think about it if you're at the if you're not at the underground level of metal you probably didn't hear killing is my business because it was on an independent label you know this was probably the introduction to the band for a lot of people both um in the ears and in the eyes you know because of the music video
1: it's, it's a perfect track It really is. It's the first perfect track we've analyzed on on this show so far. So pod. So what? See ya. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. That could be the end, like a sudden death. Well, yeah, because you said said so
0: far. (laughs) So I just filled in the blanket. (laughs) See ya.
1: So far, so good.